0: Well, hello, everyone, and thank you for listening to another episode of the 518 Ambassador, a podcast of the International Center of the Capra Region. You can please follow us on our website, ICCRAlbany.org, that's I-C-C-R-A-L-B-A-N-Y.org, and as well subscribe to our newsletter there. You can also follow us on our social media accounts, our Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube pages at ICCRAlbany.org. And please make sure you subscribe to this podcast below. Please give us a like as well as a comment.
1: Hello, everybody. Welcome to the 518 Ambassador Podcast. My name is Jennifer Zhao. I'm the Executive Director of the International Center of the Capital Region. Today, I'd like to share a conversation I had with the owner of Kyobi Restaurant, Obina Baboso. Without further ado, let's listen to the interview. Well, thank you so much for taking time to talk with us today. We want to welcome you to this podcast. So in our 518 Ambassador podcast, we talk to all kinds of different people. Some of them are international visitors, international leaders. But we also want to talk to our local folks who are doing great things in the community right here in Albany. Um, so we'd love to get to know you a little bit, get to know Kiobi. So, we have Obi here from the Kiobi restaurant right in Albany. Um, so, first, Obi, do you want to tell us just a little bit about yourself and uh, your family, how you came to Albany? What do you like about this area?
2: <laughs> I like mm-hmm. it. Yeah, the. Uh... <laughs> um, yeah. Um, thank you very much. I appreciate it, Jen. Um, so, my name is Obina Wabosa and um it's spelled o-b-i-n-n-a short form O B, um and the last name is i uh, i'm from nigeria the n-w sounds like a letter so the n is silent so it's waboso so if you get it uh that close then uh, that's an a plus for you <laughs> so um great
1: yeah thank you for sharing that because i have the same issue with my last name my last name is zh and no yeah. one knows how to pronounce that so it's it's zh <laughs> together is actually like a j sound so i just right. tell them it's oh. like jennifer and then Jiao. so yeah, yeah. Thank you for sharing so it's is it waboso is that right yep
2: that's right yep that's awesome. very true very true yeah so i'm married to my wife kelechi uh we've been together for about um 18 years now um we moved from Nigeria. We are from the southeastern part of Nigeria, Abia State, to be precise. And um, Abia is known for um, production of crude oil, and so many people do agriculture farming for you know staple foods like yam, maize, palm oil, and cassava. Um, my wife and I grew up uh, in Nigeria, knowing how to farm. And, uh, you know, obviously, you know, learning how to cook and feed. Uh, we have our own uh, individual experiences where I started cooking for my siblings at a very tender age of eight. My wife at that same age already uh, is running the restaurant with her mother back then in Nigeria. Uh, together, both of us, we have uh, um, four kids. Uh, the first is Izu. Izu is nine. Uh, um He's is twelve years old. Uh, the only daughter, the only girl we have in the family is Amara. She's nine, and Aiki uh, is seven, and Ife is two. Um, so that's uh that's my immediate family. Um, we came to America, United States of America, to uh for greener pastures. Um, you know, so to speak. uh moving from a third world country, you want a better life for yourself and for your family. So. Uh, we moved into New York City, and uh, soon after the kids uh, started coming, then uh, we came to upstate New York, to Albany, for a better life for the kids. Um, uh, You know, better school district where we can see them grow uh, without the hustle and bustle of New York City. So here we are. Wow, that's awesome. It must be
1: just so incredible just without having anything else (laughs) just having four (laughs) kids and running a restaurant thats kudos to you because especially with um such a big age group like a big age gap right because you know the youngest is two i can imagine how busy you guys must be
2: (laughs) yeah i mean um we um the the first three were uh, you know almost close in age you know Within the space of five years, you had three of them. But um, actually, the baby is a Kobe baby. Uh, so wow. to get together. Yeah. To um, my wife was pregnant when we had plans for Kobe, and uh, we started working on it before COVID came. Uh, and then we put a pause on it for a few months and then opened in in the middle of covid so the wow. baby has been walking right from pregnancy and is still <laughs> going to covid two years afterwards so That's yeah amazing. it's an amazing
1: day. yeah wow so kilby has been open for is it two years now or almost two years
2: April 8 will be 3 years for us 3
1: years wow yeah. how is that i mean just it's so incredible just like i know opening a restaurant um any time must be difficult, but like yeah. doing that during COVID, it seems like a really challenging time to open a new restaurant. How did, how did you navigate that?
2: It was, it was truly challenging. It was truly challenging. Um, we, we had this idea of, you know, being business owners, and we, you know, coming into Albany, um, What precipitated that idea was that we moved from New York City to to Albany and we couldn't find a place to dine in, to have African cuisine. Mm -hmm. So, you know, being that both of us are, you know, very, very uh, sociable, we like partying and said a few times that we're able to cook and bring friends over. They like the food and everybody suggesting, oh, we don't have such a thing in Albany, why don't you open a business? So we started conceiving that idea. And having that, I have, you know, um, had uh, management experience in running restaurants in New York City, um, as well as my wife, all the way back from Nigeria. So mm-hmm. we put together a plan, and the plan was to start uh, January 2020, and that was when Mister COVID decided to show up. <laughs> so uh, we we waited for a few months, and we had everything set we got the location had a contract in place working on the inventory everything was in storage waiting to open there was no way we could put a stop on it So, okay you know what we're gonna have to open Uh, all the food that we have we don't know what's going on the food will get bad we're still paying for the space the people have been hired what do we do so we decided to open and say well if it if if everything goes okay then we're in business. If, if it's not so great, then we could shop and call it a try. Um, so here we are getting to three years and we're still running.
1: That's amazing. I just very admire your courage. <laughs> and I'm sure so much hard work went into it. Did you have a lot of support from friends and family in the community as well when you opened?
2: Yeah, we had a few, we had a few friends that, you know, came in. Remember, it was during COVID, not too many people were going out. You couldn't find people, you know, handymen, contractors to work for you. Then uh most of the finishing touches, we did it ourselves, you know, mounted the TV, the camera, um, uh, some of the cleaning painting. And the kids, the kids were, you know, terrific. Then we would just take them all and and we'll be there together with the kids, you know, doing one thing or the other from, you know, from the morning time to late in the evening. And then we all go home. So that's how we navigated that uh, that period. So a lot of friends came by um, and then um, you know the community, you know, accepted, you know, that idea and was, you know, was really rooting for us to be successful. So they came out to help us open.
1: That's wonderful. It must be such a great experience for the kids as well.
2: It is. It is. And it continues to be an experience for them. Mm -hmm. Um, If I may quickly add to that, um, you know, being that they were there when we started, most recent summer that, uh, you know, those more recent summer that passed, they spent some time there, summer days, you know, just to see us work and help Mm -hmm. out as much as they can so they learned quite a few and we we kind of compensated them a little bit that they were able to buy themselves toys for the past christmas so it was, of it was course. a good idea yeah
1: well they learned the the fruits of the labor right of yeah. the hard work pays <laughs> off so that's that's awesome i when yeah. i was young and when i was a teenager i also worked in a chinese takeout restaurant that was right. my first job. And I still remember like getting the paycheck, you know, it's like it's yeah. a good, <laughs> it's a good feeling.
2: Yeah. Yeah, it's um, good. The kids, they really enjoyed it. Yeah, that's
1: great. So what kind of reception have you gotten um, more recently? So you've been open almost three years. Is business doing well now? More people coming and doing more dine in now? Like, do you have um folks from all kinds of backgrounds come in or do you have people who are more used to African food or do you get people who have never tried African food like do they also come and try
2: yes um because that's a very good question you know before we started um some people told us uh, you know there has been a try it never worked out maybe we shouldn't try it um, some people encouraged us. Uh, so what we did, having that mindset, was to send out a survey. So we'll quickly send out, uh, you know, some questions and have, you know, different kinds of people answer it, you know, from students, you know, teachers, um, you know, I walked in into offices, drivers, you know, whoever I could send a survey. So we collected this data and everything was pointed towards having an African restaurant. Um, everybody was the opinion that it would add spice to the capital district. Now, going into the data a little bit, um, most people wanted it in Albany, and most people would travel as much as you know, ten miles to have the African food. That was what our data was telling us, mm-hmm. and uh, half of the people that responded were not even Africans. Mm-hmm um and they wanted they wanted the taste of african cuisine um most people are developing that appetite now for spicy foods um there are so many africans that have traveled across you know the uh, continent and here and never had authentic african food or maybe they traveled when they were younger and they haven't had that experience in a long time most people are more frequent they would like to have it some don't have any idea what it is and they would like to be part of it so in addition to the non-africans then there are you know ethnic uh, groups you know some white folks uh, who haven't had any experience outside of continental american dishes so they are very um, keen on trying the african food and two years in that data has been proven right because about sixty percent of our customers are non-Africans. Um, so we have a lot of work to do to get into the community, to, to penetrate and 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 uh, you know create awareness about what we offer. So most people come in; um, they want to have a taste. Um, they want to, you know, join in the, uh, you know, the the fufu challenge now that everybody's watching on social media, on TikTok. Uh, they want to have a taste of uh, our soups, um, you know, have that cultural experience. And I think mm-hmm. our idea of coming into the business as business owners has shifted now, where we have a responsibility of making sure that we add to that diversity that um you know the restaurants and other um ethnic groups offer to the capital district with this variety of cuisine and so far so good
1: that's really wonderful i think you really, you're really um right and it's also what international center wants to do is that um, it sounds like your mission is not only just to have a business or have a restaurant but it's right. really a place where people can come together and learn about a different culture through the food so they can have more conversations and get to know each other and understand each other better.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Um, so many people work in uh, how, you know, ask us questions. So most of our uh, meals are made uh, on order. So mm-hmm. it's a little bit of uh, time, wait time that they will engage in conversation. How do you make the fufu? How do you make the jello fries? Some people will come in and say, "Hey, I tried making the food, but I couldn't just quite get it right. How do I make it? How do I do it?" So, well,
1: don't um, give away yeah. your secrets,
2: right? <laughs> <laughs> we'll try as much as possible to to get everybody along. You know, you know, advice as much as we can. Um, some, you know, like the commercial says, it's 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 my uh, grandmother's recipe. I can. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, yeah, but we we try we try as much as possible to have an avenue where people can come and converse, have a conversation. Um, most people who are new in town will ask for the nearest African place, and, and these are um, Africans in general um, where they can go to eat or um, you know socialize at night. So so far, that's the only place in the capital region that you can really go to have that kind of dialogue and conversation
1: that's awesome that's so exciting so i want to ask a little bit more about like when you talk about african food right because africa is a big continent <laughs> it's a huge continent yeah. um when we say african food i know you're from nigeria and probably even within nigeria there's probably regions whereas there's very different food right so can you comment a little bit about the food that you serve is it like a, from a specific region in nigeria or do you have a mix of different
2: styles or different types from different regions? Yes, uh, we, we do have a fusion of um African cuisines, but uh, largely we serve West African cuisine dishes. Uh, we have few other uh, meals from other regions, like we have the Moroccan salad, uh, we have the cassava leaf that's big in the East. Uh, we have peanut butter soup, um, but you know, mostly it's, it's West African, you know, staple foods like rice, yam, cassava, uh, more vegetables that we can, um, you know, cook, um, spinach, you know, what we call bitter leaves, you know, um, okra, all of that. So mostly West African, but there is a touch of other region, uh, regional cuisines as well. I
1: see. And is it easy to source the ingredients?
2: It is tough uh good thing about it is there is uh importers you know, wholesalers that do uh, carry these um ingredients and we reach out to them uh mostly in Hunts Point New York, New York City um so we order through them and uh bring it in um usually make that trip uh twice a month, some cases once a month. Um, trying to have a lean operation we have our nearest uh, african store in central uh the breakthrough that helps us uh, you know uh, supply when we are short on uh, some of the ingredients but it is tough because we try to get the authentic you know we mm-hmm. try to get uh, um, the real the real deal not uh, not yeah, the ones that they they made back home the ones that uh we know that uh for sure will give you the original taste so no substitutes in that aspect uh, but we'll try to do
1: <laughs> yeah i know it's it's hard because it's the same thing for a lot of asian food too you know it's like yeah. it's hard when you sometimes the freshness of the ingredients like really matters a lot too and it's hard when it's been shipped for you know many weeks but we do the best we can right yeah
2: yeah absolutely that's the only way we keep the people coming out that's one of our mission to make sure that we have that fresh food always for the customer and authentic Mm -hmm. and definitely uh, delicious meals
1: yeah so do you cook at home too like if you're cooking at the restaurant then do you also (laughs) still have energy to cook for your family
2: yeah my uh my wife who's the chief chef is uh it's really amazing she's uh i don't know how she does it but uh i give credit to uh every mother out there woman who runs the home uh they make sure that the kids have food <laughs> so uh they yeah she cooks she she makes sure that's cooked, even if um. Uh, am Filling in, trying to cook as as little as I can. She will still be on the phone, do this, do that. You know, she's the artist in the house, so she, you have to get it right. So, so she does it. I, I you know, if I had half the energy she had, I'll probably be something else. I don't know what, but uh, she's uh, she's really amazing. I'll tell you that. But yes, yeah, we do cook at home, and we introduce the kids gradually, um, into our African uh, meals, and they are very receptive, doing okay with it so far
1: yeah because they're born here right so they're probably yes. more used to some of the american food that they grew up with as well
2: yes all born here started with all baby foods yeah yeah <laughs> and then now they're getting to have um spicy soups and <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah and they, they they just like it they just, they just eat and you know you know like it's in their dna you know so that's
1: great yeah so do what's your favorite meal or what's your favorite dish? Do you have a favorite one you can share with us?
2: You know, I have been asked that question many times. I don't mm-hmm. even know if I have a favorite dish, but um uh, um fufu, well we call them swallow in English, you know. You know, when, when you say that word, it's literally meaning swallow food. And and for us, it's all the options that you use to eat any kind of African soup with okra vegetable. Um, egusi is the melon soup, the most popular soup. Um, so I consider that swallow my favorite food. Now you're asking me what kind of soup do I prefer most? I probably uh have uh have one or two that I can figure out which one I like better. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but um i like the abono uh, soup and uh bitter leaf soup um but you can't go wrong with the vegetable soup simply because it's vegetable a lot of vegetables in it um so either one of these soups i can have the swallow options of the panda diem um uh, cassava you know maize uh um, wheat, and you know to eat that, so my idea of food is that if I've not had my swallow, I've not eaten food. so
1: it's uh, <laughs> kind of like uh, me and uh, like a lot of Chinese people, I know is like rice, you know, it's like yeah. the, the staple, yeah,
2: yep, Yeah, yeah.
1: Very true. that's awesome well, do you is there anything else you want to share with us um before we go?
2: um, you know we we have been successful so far because of how the um you know the community have been able to receive us you know what what we've been able to offer um so apart from kobe being there for immigrants from african region um because i know folks at the bus stops you know either one some people come straight from the train station or the airport just to come have food um but we you know, I appreciate the fact that most uh, of our customers are non-Africans who are there to support us, who are there to understand that this is the closest that they can get to another culture is through food. So I like that uh, they have been there, very supportive and being consistent so far. Um, so we are incredibly grateful. And it's our pleasure to keep offering, you know, that uh, that extra spice that helps in our food, um, you know, you know that that we have in our food that help, um, uh, you know, define the capital districts, uh, you know, gastronomy culture. I like that word because that's that's how you can identify yourself in the capital region as a restaurant serving um something that people appreciate. Um, and that's that's one thing I really like about um, you know, the uh, the business that we are running now and offering in Capital District. Having said that, um, we have a lot of, um, opportunity to to reach out to many people, um, and that's even, you know, going as far as, Clifton Park, um, you know, beyond that because most people travel from Plattsburgh, Syracuse, Buffalo, Boston. Um, to come to Albany. So we are thinking about ways that we can create even further awareness and to help expand you know, what we are offering to the capital region. And when the right time comes and we find the right location, we will do that. Um, so now it's gone beyond just uh, business owners, but trying to change the narrative to something good that comes out of Africa. And we are ready to show people that. Um, not just um you know some of the negativity that you know, that you you come across during conversations, but we can actually point to a good food that people are actually picking interest and getting attractions to. So, um, so the um international center of the capital region has provided us uh, an opportunity, a platform where we can uh, have a voice and help people who are in need and in turn get the awareness that we need. And we talk other people like the Lack Street uh, Business Improvement Districts and the Washington Park uh, Farmers Market who have created these uh, opportunities for us to reach out to folks. So I, I I commend you and thank you very much for the opportunity for this, uh, for this uh, uh, section and, and, and uh, keep it going. And, uh, thank you very much.
1: Well, thank you so much jovina thank you so much for joining us uh, for the folks who are listening uh Kyobi is in our cultural food passport so definitely pick up a passport you can find information about that on our website and we're also planning a dinner event with you in april right that is correct to, that is correct um, celebrate your third anniversary Um, And then we'll have more details coming out about that. But I'm super excited to come and try your food, hopefully before April. Um, But the April event will be really amazing. So if you're listening, definitely stay tuned. Join us on our social media. Visit our website. Sign up for our mailing list to hear all about all that news.
2: Yes. And you can find Kobe in the social media platforms. Uh, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Reddit, all over. (laughs) (laughs) we
1: will get those links linked to this video and to the podcast as well so you can check out the description um, to put all of that in and um, feel free to comment on this video if you heard something that you're interested in or have a question um, we welcome all your comments and feedback Well, thank you so much Ovina and then
0: thank you for listening to another episode of the 518 Ambassador, a podcast of the International Center of the Capital Region. You can please follow us on our website ICCRAlbany.org That's I-C-C-R A-L-B-A-N-Y That l-b-a-n-y.org. And as well, subscribe to our newsletter there. You can also follow us on our social media accounts our Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube pages at ICCRAlbany And please make sure you subscribe to this podcast below. Please give us a like as well as a comment. Once again, thank you for listening and see you next time.